The hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks, and we're underway. Good morning, one and all. Here I am at his one. Major developments. In the state house probe, state police zeroing in on the Mattiello crime family. Good morning, folks. Good morning. It is uh, it's John DePietro as we begin what will be yet another successful broadcast here on the John DePietro program. This portion of our program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, and it can happen. Now, I didn't say it's your fault. But let's just say uh, you work with someone or a family member or suddenly, you know, no one plans on being in an accident. But if it happens, what you want to do is, number one, make sure you call. You need to call 911, get the police over there as soon as possible. You never know who you're dealing with. Now, secondly, if you cannot drive your vehicle away, I'm basically doing this almost as a public service in a way. Juan is here to serve. If you can't drive your vehicle and a tow truck shows up, and they will, instruct them kindly. Thank you, kind sir. Would you please bring this vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body, where I then will retrieve it from Kenny and Patricia. So, folks, it's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 272-3340, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Or if you were in an accident, maybe the first thing you want to do is call West Fountain, and then that way uh, you can call them first. They'll handle everything for you. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Well, we have a great program in store. I want to say good morning. First of all, phone lines are open, 401-766-1380, 401-766-1380. You can email me. It's john at dipetro.com. John at DePetro.com. Uh, let me say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live, of which, here's the thing, folks. As much as I enjoy Facebook Live, and many of you do, I am, unfortunately, I'm restricted to go less of it because of so many distractions and annoying individuals that distract me when I try to do it. Um, that's right. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, Alexa. Alexa, put on WNRI. Search WNRI. Alexa, you can watch it. Uh, and good morning to everybody. Look at all the thumbs up coming. That's right. Uh, it's West Fountain Auto Body. Thank you to everybody on FB Live. Folks, I want to start the latest now, and things are really heating up. And it's interesting the way uh, the media has come to the story. And those of you that, that know that basically, uh, and I give, I give Tim White full credit. Tim White did the first report on it back. It was, um, let's see, today is the 30th. Tim White, Channel 12, broke it, I think on the 15th or 14th, right around there. And then uh, we, we posted immediately. I, I had heard about that the week after New Year's. And again, I, I give full credit to Channel 12. Other people were at least a week late on the story. We're talking about the Mattiello crime family under uh, investigation by the Rhode Island State Police. Well, one of the first things, folks, that has happened 
And again, those of you that listen to the program say, well, Juan, we know you were the first one out of the box with it. And it is true. You're very welcome. Folks, thank God that Juan takes the time to dig into this stuff. Visit my website, petro.com. You can always listen live there, by the way. If for whatever reason, sometimes people say, you know, I can hear on the Facebook Live. Or I'm going to get in my car and go somewhere. Or I'm traveling. Whatever the hell the reason is. But if you go to petro.com right at the top, and the brand new petro.com listen live button is right there. You can't miss it. It's uh, it's on the when you're looking at the website, it's right on the left. So I'm actually holding it up to those that are uh, watching on Facebook Live. See that listen live? That means you click on that. And then when you click on it, you know what? I'll actually uh, click on it just as a this is like a demonstration. As I click on it, then it comes to this page and then it says now playing. And then all you have to do is then click there and then uh here we go. Right there. You can't miss it. It's uh, it's on the, when you're looking at the you website, it's right is? on the left. So I'm actually holding it up to that those is. that are uh, watching on Facebook Live. See that listen live? That means you click on that. So it's on slight and then delay. when you click on it, you know what, I'll actually uh, click on it. I am. Just as a, this is like Hello. a demonstration. As I it's click like a, on uh, it, boomerang. then it comes to this page. So this is me And then it says now playing. And then all you have to do live. is then click there. Yeah, clear that. And then, uh. Here we go. Now it's a total boomerang. It's, uh, it's on the, when you're looking at the website, it's right on the left. Very clear. So Crystal clear. It up. Listen how clear wow, that sounds really clear. How can I listen to that? On your computer. On your phone. On your iPad. I actually click on it. I am. This is like a demonstration. As I click on it, hello, hello down there. Hello, hello, hello. Echo, echo, echo. How clear that is. Here we go. Now All right, enough of this foolishness. My goodness. All right. Anyhow, the demonstration. Uh, if you, but I try to do that for people because then you know I, I have people that say, "How can I get a hold of you?" or "What email?" Gee, I don't know. Maybe at the top of the page where it says contact, we may try that. I received an email. I'm not going to say who it's from, who it was from, but I get, no, I get a text from someone. What email address? What email address? Let's see. I only give it out. Oh, I don't know, ten times an hour. This guy. I'm not going to say who. Someone by the name of Eric. What email address? Do you have an email? Huh? You know what? I've been meaning to get an email. Oh, I don't have an email. Oh, do I have an email? <laughs> oh, that's right. I, you know what? I've been meaning to get around to getting an email. I don't think I have an email. <laughs> you know where it says contact? That's how you contact me. Do you have an email? I like that. What's your email? What's my email? Gee, I don't know. I w- wouldn't it be nice if it was like posted somewhere? Like, oh, I don't know, on a website or a Facebook page, which it is. It's a matter with certain people I'm telling you. This stuff drives me out of my mind. If you, as a matter of fact, if you go to the Facebook page, it, it even says like how you can get a hold of me. Um, you know what? There's one other thing I want to, I, and I realize I'm. Hold on, let me just. Uh, this is not. I, we're we're going to talk about the Mediolo thing, but bear with me. Once in a while, it does it's it's a good thing for me to vent like this. It just is. Um, there's a thing you hit call. And you could actually just call the show from the Facebook page. I can't make it much easier than that, folks. If you go to the Facebook page, everything's there. But if you go to the website, 
DePetro.com. D-I? No. D-E. D-P-T-R-O. D-E-P-E-T-R-O. Is it D-I? Does anyone have a 38 revolver on them? <laughs> anyone have a hand? Never a handgun around when you need one. D-E-P-E, capital P, E-T-R-O, D-P-T-R-O. Now, what is it? D-I? J-O-H-N. Notice how patient I have become? It's a New Year's resolution. It is. I'm telling you, folks. But social media, I, it drives me absolutely nuts. It does. It's, it's part of it. You have to. You have to, if, if you want to be out there, which I do, and you have to be. To me, it's part of the job. Some people, the people that aren't good with it, knock, like, you know, they try to knock it. Like, you know, if they don't understand it or they don't have a big following. And then they just announce, I won't mention any names. So there's just certain people like, I'm not going to do Twitter because uh, I think it's the blah, 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 whatever. You know, something like negative. But anyhow, uh, the website couldn't be easier. And the reason what brought me to the website, folks, is number one, we have breaking news. State police begin investigation of Speaker Mattiello. But if you go to Speaker Threatened Convention Center, I will stick an enema up your ASS. Now... We published that. Think of January 17th is when we published it. There's also, folks, the FBI is looking into Mattiello with his uh, cannabis operation. These guys are looking to make a fortune on the cannabis operation. You know, you know, I, I just want to um, mention, I, I'll tell you one of the reasons. I, I'm going to get to the Channel 12 story. And again, phone lines are open, 401-766-1380. We have a busy day ahead. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe has a hilarious story in this morning's Boston Globe, hilarious. I was laughing out loud reading it about the new education commissioner with Providence, which I'm not going to waste a lot of time on. But I'm going to, um, we're going to talk to him at noon, and then Tim Dodd is going to join us at 1, as it would seem that this whole impeachment thing finally is, is going away. I'm actually proud that I have not wasted time either watching it, I'll be honest, and or certainly talking about it, because it's, it's fruitless. It's not going anywhere. It was never going anywhere. And now they just need to like, get rid of it. But before I play the uh, Channel 12 thing, one of the, the, the biggest things, I mean, I do follow people on Twitter. And there was someone on Twitter this morning that was taking a shot at Blake Filippi, the uh, minority leader with the Republicans. And the person who was taking a shot at Blake Filippi was basically trying to say, you know, it's like a Mattiello person or something like that saying, oh, the Republican Party is irrelevant. You know, why are you even uh, talking? <coughs> Is the Republican Party irrelevant in Rhode Island? And the person that's putting that at Blake Filippi has all of two followers on Twitter. <laughs> you want to talk about irrelevant. Now, a couple rules. I don't respond to anyone that doesn't have a real name or photo. There are people that use, like, you know, um, just as an example, uh, you know, Yankee Man or uh, State. Uh, new what like they they hide behind these fake ba- and I see these people like who are you battling with some coward who's just using like a fake I, I never respond to that I I try never to respond to different tweets but on um, on Sunday and I'll tell you exactly why and and then I get mad at myself when I do respond because and I'm not going to say who it is but on Sunday uh, news was breaking on Kobe Bryant and uh, and I shared something that I thought was significant and then. Um, the, someone tweeted at me, uh, like, I think that's pretty lousy that you shared that information that Kobe Bryant did an interview where he was on Jimmy Kimmel and, and he had, 
he was talking about how he, he rides the helicopter a lot. It wasn't anything out of the norm. That's the one thing he, he uses with his, he said, that's about as Hollywood as I'm going to go. And I thought it was significant because it wasn't, it, it was to show, and that was new information, that he had done an interview. And one of the things he was known as is Kobe Bryant used to fly to the Laker games and the coppers. It became part of regular routine. It wasn't, hey, you know, uh, someone at the last minute takes a private plane somewhere or a jet and they're flying somewhere. Like, for instance, this week, there's a lot of people taking private jets down to the Super Bowl. Now, there's a difference between someone of never done this before. We might as well. We'll try the private jet aviation thing or someone who you have, you know, your helicopter guy on, on speed dial because you're using them like, you know, three or four times a week. So so this person tweeted back at me and I won't use the exact language, but I think that's pretty blank of you to uh, put that out. So, you know, I, I hate people to come up with, like, the rules of, here's what you can talk about. Don't talk about this. So I, I basically tweeted back, like, who are you to decide what, we, what information we can pass along to the public? I mean, I, I found that interesting. And other people that I passed it along to found it interesting about the, the helicopter thing. So I'm not going, I didn't mention what happened in Colorado. I didn't mention a- anything like that. I think that's pertinent information. The same thing with that there were more people on the the chopper than just he and and the daughter and and it's still so sad my god it's so sad uh and i think the fact of the daughter does make it really sad but anyhow so i i I have no time for that right i just i just don't so i unfollowed the person and i just responded that way and then someone said sent me a note saying um hey do you know so and so and i said i i don't think so you know, I mean, like, I know the person. It's just someone from Twitter. Well, anyway, and it's kind of funny. But I did go on the person's Twitter feed. It is, it is 15, li- 15 lines about me and the fact that I responded. And then all these people are jumping in. Like, in this person, I, I forget that. And I get so mad at myself. Like, this person, now they become, you know, they're like deranged. Now they're like in... Um, in fatal attraction with the, you know, you're not, I, I'm not, you're not just going to ignore me, are you, Dan? Like, like they, they just have row after row of tweet of him, and he unfollowed me, and, and he responded to me, and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like take, take, like, take a chill pill. My God, who has time for that type of foolishness? But I always forget. Anytime I respond on Twitter, and then I regret it. Because and it was a simple thing. Like, what's the matter with you? I think that is pertinent. Holy cow. It's almost like, remember how, um, you know, once in a while, like in a movie, there's someone that they, they're following. And it's like, um, or uh, like Son of Sam, you go in and like the apartment is filled with articles about the whole thing. And you realize like, wow, they are like totally obsessed. So this entire person's Twitter feed is things about me and attacking me and retweeting what I put. And then retweeting what, what they put to me. And all these people chime, good for you. How dare he? You know, I claim that, claim that, oh my goodness, people need to get a hobby. All right, let's get to the matter at hand. Uh, um, here it is. State police question convention center board member about Mattiello. Well, this ties in, and again, I, I give full credit to um, Channel 12. Center. Channel 12 has been, you know, I don't say this that this often. Do you know last night Channel 10 finally got on the story? Channel 10... My God, Channel 10, Tara Connie must be rolling in his grave. How do you get, I mean, you, you're getting your ass beat that bad by Channel 12. I, we're not talking about that you got beat by one day. Channel 10, they've been getting their ass whooped by, for, for like over a week. For what, that Studio 10 that no one cares about? 
Uh, all right, let me play. This is, um, it's kind of like, Salty must be rolling over his grave with uh, Park Boy destroying the radio station. Here we go. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here with the exclusive details. Tim? Mike Chinn, one of the two people interviewed just yesterday by the state police was a board member of the convention center who told investigators he was approached by Speaker Mattiello about the personnel matter involving the speaker's friend. Target 12 has learned detectives from the Rhode Island State Police interviewed veteran Convention Center Authority Board Member Paul McDonald on Tuesday. On Newsmakers earlier this month, House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello confirmed he discussed the personnel investigation into his friend and Convention Center Director of Security James Demers with someone connected to the Convention Center. I inquired of one person and I was told that it was basically a personnel matter and I had no other involvement with that. Target 12 has learned that person was McDonald and the conversation was described right, as tense. Mattiello has repeatedly denied the audit was in retaliation for the personnel investigation into Demers. He has right, since no rescinded the audit after Target 12 brought the situation to light. The state police also interviewed Convention Center Chairman James McCarville Tuesday. Both McDonald and McCarville have not returned a call for comment. As Target 12 previously reported, state law says performance audits, like the one Mattiello ordered, require a majority Vote from the joint now, I want to just jump in here for a minute. What's what's ac- what's important here is the fact that what's what's important there is tense. Is I mean, when you say if they blank with Demers, I'm going to stick an enema up there behind. That's what's tense. Now, several things here are important. I reported the conversation took place between Mattiello and someone else. Pork Boy, someone on my Twitter feed, of which I was actually saying, like, why would you ever listen to anything that clown? He doesn't know anything. He's just desperately trying to get a job with McKee. That's all it is. The show is over. The show has failed. Why the management allows that fathead to destroy I mean, one thing, and I am thankful to the listeners, by the way. I should mention this. Um, Since I left there, my old station, the ratings are in half, and they've never recovered. Never. Now, that's a huge compliment, and thank you. I mean, it's one thing. What if I had left and everything was the same or went up? It is absolutely, I mean, half of what it used to be. And as much as Pork Boy is a buffoon, and he's just a fathead. He has no idea what he's doing. He's uh, arrogant, condescending, totally checked out, lazy. At this point, though, you have to look at the management that allows someone to drive, I mean, drive something into the ground. And I know a lot about this format. And I'm telling you, many times, it's, it, it's like a tugboat. It's not easy to get it in that direction. But when you destroy a talk station... It's very, very difficult to get it back up to to where it was. So, um, folks, you know, I I mean, listen, it it is what it is. All right. I mean, I don't say this a lot, but the facts are the facts. I I was at JJ and I left and went to Boston. And what happened? They plummeted and then they went to Air America and they've never recovered. And now they have Captain Cliche on in the morning and it's unlistenable. Right. Um. I was at PRO, and I had the highest ratings there. 
And I used to argue with management, why can't we put out an email to every, so everybody, no, 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 no. Dan doesn't want anyone to know what everyone else's ratings are. Of course not, because it's always at the lowest. So, but it is a compliment and thank you to all of you who, you know, at one point, um, and I don't want to go too back far, but, you know, I, I was doing morning drive and they thought that, that I was somewhat a little too controversial or cantankerous with people. So they replaced me with Andrew Gobeil and Tara Granahan. And the audience was vocal. The ratings fell in half. That's generally the audience like notifying you they don't like what's there. I was there at PRO basically carrying the place, right? I mean, a fact is a fact. Higher ratings than anyone else. And I leave and the ratings are half. But what is astonishing is they're allowing Pork Boy to just absolutely like destroy what was once a great radio station. But it's a, it's a shell of itself. But the reason I mention this is someone on Twitter was repeating, and I won't give his last name. His name is Dave. False information that Pork Boy was saying. I said the person heard it directly from Mattiello. And this person said, oh, no, no, Pork Boy said he sent someone over there. I said, like, wh- wh- why? why? What? Why don't you just quote like a barking dog or like some meth mouth down in Kennedy Plaza? He has no, that clueless idiot has no idea what he's talking about. I mean, they're the laziest group of people. I can't believe how lazy they are. But what's unfortunate is it becomes the new normal. The new normal becomes they just get totally get their ass kicked, right? I mean, that's, and then, and what starts to, it's just accepted, like, that, that they, they're terrible. And that becomes acceptable. And that's, you know, what's going on. But let me go back to what's significant about this is this once again echoes exactly what I said. Was it was a direct conversation with Mattiello, and Mattiello is in trouble. And Mattiello, state police are all over him. And this is moving towards a grand jury. This is moving towards a grand jury. And Ted Nisi reported yesterday that Ramundo and her chief of staff had lunch with Mattiello and his chief of staff at Cafe Nuovo. He is trying to stop the brakes on this whole thing. He is trying to stop the brakes on this thing. I, I, they can't let him out. Let me be very clear about something. And folks, again, good morning. It's John DePietro, 766-1380. You can email me, john at DePietro.com. Let me just, I don't know how else clearer I can be. Mattiello and Montanaro, they're running, listen to me, a criminal enterprise out of the state house. Every day, when you have people right now, what time is it? Right now, right, 1128. There are there people in prison, especially at the ACI. And you know what they do all day? They lay around, and when they, all they think about is different schemes they can pull out. You know, somebody woke up this morning. Some prisoner at the ACI woke up. And he starts thinking in his mind about a jewelry store he knows and how he thinks once he can get out, he can get around the, you know, the alarm system, security, whatever. And he's going to rob it. They sit around all day scheming and planning schemes and different things they're going to rob when they get the opportunity. That's what the Mattiello people do. Mattiello, just so you understand, he is the traffic cop. You, you, you assemble a group of, of criminals, Okay, in the movie Goodfellas, he's Big Paul. He's Big Paul in in Goodfellas. So what happens is, Mattiello 
sits there and all day what they do is someone comes in with a new scheme that they're going to make money off. And he'll say, good, green light, you know, good. Yes, you can do that. Uh, someone else comes in. He says, mm, get some more information on that. I'm not sure. And this one, he says, no, 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 we're going to say no. That's all he is. a traffic cop of criminal activity. That, that's, that's what it is. That's what it will always be. This is not, he's the, and, and I feel this is, this is really going to be embarrassing for Ed Acorn of the Providence Journal. As he was defending, he actually believed Mark Ryan and Mattiello with their BS spin. And by the way, the new story with Mattiello is he's trying to, to save face, he's trying to tell people that Demers misled him with everything going on. That is, and you're not going to read any, no one's put that out. You're hearing that right from me. That is the new Mattiello talking point, that it was misled by Demers. You know, see, now he's not trying to deny they didn't do certain things. He's trying to say why he did certain things. He can't. Right. They have him nailed dead to rights. And now the state police and Raimondo have to get rid of this guy. I want to be very clear with you. Don't listen to anyone that says, well, he'll save money in the car tax. Eh, Wrong. Or someone that says he's the only one stopping between us and the progressives taking over. Mm. Wrong. Listen to me. He's a criminal. Criminal. You can't have a criminal. As the Speaker of the House, the most important, the, the top person. Well, Ramundo should go also. Mm. Ramundo didn't, that, that, that's foolish. We're not talking about, he can't be impeached. Well, they should all go, they're not going to leave. All right? But there's going to be a world of difference if you get rid of him. Remember, fish rots from the head down. But this is very significant. The state police are right on this. The state police, to their credit, they're right on this. You know what else is, is incredibly embarrassing that no one else is covering? is the state police have to make sure that no one says that this Jim Demers, who, again, I, I don't know this guy. I've never met him. My only interest is he's a member of the Mattiello crime family. And Mattiello issued the audit because of this guy. But what an embarrassment. To the, he was a captain with the Rhode Island State Police. And the, the tactics, the language, the activity... The, the, the state police are mortified, and the state police want to make damn sure that no one says that this bum, and this guy is a bum, that he is getting special treatment. But what is significant here is, do you remember the scene in Goodfellas when Ray Liotta, Henry Hill, goes to Paulie, right, and says, uh, I'm sorry, Paulie, I screwed up. You know, I, uh, but I'm clean now. I'm good. And Paulie says, uh, here, and gives him three grand and says, now I must turn my back on you. Well, Mattiello, and by the way, Speaker Mattiello is having a fundraiser tonight. Mattiello telling people he was misled by Jim Demers is very, very significant because Mattiello is essentially now, he is turning his back on Demers. He is not rallying anymore to his defense. Now, Mattiello went on with the cackle, whatever was last week. Um, he went on with the sigh. Ah, we have to talk about impeachment. Ah, we got to talk about the veterans home. Ah, as if it's like, it's, it's like personally draining, right, to the cackle that she has to talk about this stuff. But he went on and unchallenged, unchallenged said, Demers is a man of high integrity, 
high integrity. Now, now fast forward less than a week later, and Mattiello is telling people that Demers misled him on the convention center. And I've also been told Mattiello has made it very clear to Demers that he better not show up or his son at the uh, the. the Mattiello's having a fundraiser tonight. Think of that. Mattiello, not only that, employs the son for a no-show part-time job that pays the kid 45 grand. And the kid, again, I don't know this kid at all. So everything I hear from him, I hear secondhand. I freely admit that. I've never met him. I've never been introduced. I've never talked to him on the phone, zero. So I freely admit. If someone said, do you know him? You've met him? I've, I've never met. I've never met either one, father or son, Demers or the kid. But, um, but the son, we do know this. They would try Mattiello and this Jim Demers former captain of the state police, who Mattiello now is really throwing under the bus, right? He is turning his back like Big Paulie to Henry Hill, Ray Liotta. He is telling people he was misled by Demers. That's his new defense. He was misled by his friend, so he reacted in action and da-da-da, and they pulled back the audit. Um, But never forget this Demers' son, Garrett Demers. And again, I give full credit. It was Channel 10 that broke the story. Mattiello and Demers, they were trying to get this person on the state police. They were trying to get this person to have a badge and a gun with the Rhode Island State Police. So the person who was screening them out is a trooper. The Channel 10 reported a guy by the name of Mike Casey. And what did he find as he's kind of going through? I remember years ago when I got out of college, a friend of mine tried to become a trooper. And at that time, if you admitted that you smoked pot, they wouldn't let you on. How times have changed. So, But Mike Casey, according to Channel 10 and Parker Gavigan, as he is going through this Garrett Demers record, one of the things you have to, have you ever been arrested? He checks off, yes. Have you ever been in trouble with the police? No, just that one time. Well, they start contacting different law enforcement agencies, okay? So many times, even if someone's not arrested, they may end up getting their name in a police report. For instance, tonight is Thursday night. Tonight is college night. So you have all the different college kids will be out at the, the bars in and around Providence. Now, tonight, at the end of the night, 24 hours now, you will have some arrested, because that always happens, for different stupid things. But then you also have people who the officers make a judgment. Maybe there's a fight outside. Maybe there's a problem inside the club. Maybe something happened with an interaction. They take down the names. They want to check. Right. They want to make sure. What's your name? Right. They hold them. Sometimes you see people and the police are holding them. They take what's your name? You know, Harry Smith, whatever. They run a check, make sure they don't have an outstanding warrant on them. Something like that. But they have the names. They know that there was a fight, as an example, outside of a a club or a restaurant. Now they take down the names. You know, these five people were involved in a fight. We broke it up. Uh, no one wanted to press charges, so we allowed everyone to go off on their way. But the policeman has notes. Well, this, according to Channel 20, uh, 12, 10 and Parker Gavigan, this Garrett Demers, who they were trying to get with the state police, ready for this? 27 interactions with the police, meaning 27 times. According to the Channel 10 report, they took down his name. They didn't arrest him. But there was some kind of unlawful activity They took his name now. Now, in several of the reports, including the time he got arrested, when he got arrested, it was in Massachusetts, he was screaming, according to the Channel 10 report, screaming at the police, you're, you're screwed, you're blanked, my father's a trooper, I know this guy, my friend's buddies with Matty, you're dead, we're going to get you fired, all this stuff. 
Now, in the past, there's different times. If you're a cop, right, over the next several days, Super Bowl weekend, someone is going to get pulled over. Someone will be pulled over. And it could even be this happens. Someone pulls someone over. Maybe it's suspected DUI. Pick a city or town. Pull the guy over. Wife's in the car. Have you been drinking? No. The driver obviously has. And this happens. The driver says, officer, if it'll help, my good friend and next door neighbor is officer so-and-so you work with. Many times, whether police want to admit or not, they use a judgment call. They do know the cop the guy mentioned. The wife who sobers right there. They cut him a break. All right. You drive. Don't let this happen again. But they let it. I mean, that does that does happen. Not all the time. That does happen. So my point is, with this Garrett Demers, who knows how many times the police were going to arrest him or put his name or whatever it may be. And he said, you know, my father's a trooper. Do you know Mattiello? Blah, blah, blah. And use that get out of jail free card in order to get out of something. We don't know the answer to that. But it was very significant here. Is Pork Boy was saying, telling people incorrectly that Mattiello sent someone to, Dan Pork was saying that Mattiello sent someone to deliver the message for him. I immediately told this person that I know named Dave that, that was wrong information. No, it came from Mattiello himself. And that's when I said, don't, don't, don't listen to that. that. He's an idiot. He's a fathead. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So Channel 12 broke it, and then we play it again. Never happened. Last week, the head of the convention center's board told Target 12 they were stunned when they received the audit. We realize that there's a five-person committee that makes that decision, and only one person made it. So we were quite upset about it. Oh, hold on. Last week, the convention hold on, sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped over the best part. Here we go friend was the focus of a personnel investigation at the convention center. Target 12 investigator Tim White is here with the exclusive details. Tim? Mike and Shannon, one of the two people interviewed just yesterday by the state police was a board member of the convention center who told investigators he was approached by Speaker Mattiello about the personnel matter involving the speaker's friend. Target 12 has learned detectives from the Rhode Island State Police interviewed veteran Convention Center Authority Board Member Paul McDonald on Tuesday. On Newsmakers earlier this month, House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello confirmed he discussed the personnel investigation into his friend and Convention Center Director of Security, James Demers, with someone connected to the Convention Center. I inquired of one person, and I was told that it was basically a personnel matter, and I had no other involvement with that. Target 12 has learned that person was McDonald and the conversation was described right, as tense. <laughs> Mattiello has repeatedly denied the audit was in retaliation for the personnel investigation into Demers. He has right, since no rescinded the audit so after Target 12 brought the situation to light. No. The state police also interviewed Convention Center Chairman James McCarville Tuesday. Both McDonald and McCarville have not returned a call for comment. As Target 12 previously reported, state law says performance audits... Now, like again, I want to come back to what also stands out is the fact that um, the state police were there the other night in the dumpster situation, and that's significant. The dumpster situation, as I've told you, is very, very significant because they cannot claim now that, oh, we don't know what happened to the documents. Maybe they got thrown out with the mold. 
the documents that they were seeking to remove were already removed. State police, they, they can testify, right? Let's bring up the trooper. I didn't see any documents in the dumpster when we examined it. But here's what's also very significant. And again, folks, good morning. It's John DePietro, 766-1380. You can email me, john at dipietro.com. State police were at the state house on Monday night, and they went back on Tuesday and Tuesday afternoon. You have no idea how much that rattles people. You have no idea how much. It's, it's common at the Rhode Island State House. Mattiello and the crime family, first of all, they're pathological liars. And I could also tell, they, they, they didn't have their talking points down on this one. On, on Monday, I was told Frank Montanaro, right, the Sammy the Bull of the Mattiello crime family, right-hand goon, who's basically in charge of a $50 million budget. Who, what companies do you know where someone is, has no accountability, they're in charge of a fifty? million dollar budget. You want to talk about corrupt. You can get a lot of things done if you have a budget of $50 million. Think of the business people listening to me right now. A spending budget of $50 million. So, but they're rattled. It's one thing when Mattiello, Montanaro, Leo Skenyon, and by the way, my information says Skenyon, he's really in trouble in this whole thing. Chief of Staff of Mattiello. It's one thing when they lie to Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal. It's one thing when they lie to Blake Filippi or the Mattiello people instruct their staff to lie to Governor Raimondo and her people. That's one thing. It's different, though, when you start instructing them to lie to the state police. It's different if you start getting people under oath. Then the dynamic changes, and it changes greatly. So how serious is this? I am telling you right now, this is headed for a grand jury. He will be indicted on this. Could be a single count. If he is indicted, we must rally together and remove House Speaker Nick Mattiello as Speaker of the Rhode Island House. It has to happen. And, and hear me out. I know what people are going to say. Well, you know, Cianci didn't resign when he was indicted. You're right. And who, what business was being done in the city of Providence when Cianci was under indictment and waiting federal trial? I'll give you the answer. There was no business being done because no business person wants to get dragged in with that. You know, I used to hear from business people that they'd meet Buddy Cianci, Mayor Cianci somewhere. And, oh, I don't know, he's funny and he's engaging and photos. And the whole, they loved him. And then he'd say, yeah, call my office on Monday. And then what would, they have, what would happen? They would end up meeting with someone like an Arcaloyan. And then they couldn't get out of there fast enough. I remember a businessman saying, I felt like I was with Christopher from The Sopranos. Like, I, I you know, Cianci was funny and he was charming, had them all laughing. And it was like, yeah, I want to do Then, right, then he had to deal with the likes of like a Kaloyan who was indicted in Operation Plutter Dome. And if he had gone on trial with the rest of them, he would have been convicted in Operation Plutter Dome. But he had probably one of the best attorneys in Rhode Island, John Tarantino, which got him a separate trial. And that's what really got him off. But my point is, business is shaking now. It would who who on earth, if Mattiello is under? And by the way, conversely, what kind of business do you think is being done right now? Mattiello is out of his mind. He is incredibly paranoid. He should be. He thinks everybody's wired. He is always surrounded by Danica Ayakoy, Lynn Urbani. He's got Leo, little staff boy Leo there. He's got Sammy the Bull. Right. The goon Montanaro, as they're trying to carry out the criminal activity, 
They have the FBI breathing down their neck on the cannabis situation, of which they're looking to make a huge score of millions, millions. Montanaro is telling people we're going to make millions off this cannabis thing, all illegally, all illegally. Silent partnerships. If you want to get the license, you're going to give the speaker 5%, 10%, whatever the hell it is. And the Mattiello crime family, got to pay your tributes. This guy has to be removed. You can't operate that way. The state, folks, listen to me. We, we are better than that. We don't seem it that way, but you're better than that. I'm be- we, everybody deserves better than that. This is insanity. You know, what, what do they talk about like with, with battered women that they have to give them the confidence and then to get out of that abusive situation and finally get the courage mustered up to let them know you have to remove the person from the situation and that there's support there. And that you can't allow this to go on. This is what we have to do with Mattiello. The guy is crushing the state. Crushing the state. And I feel poor poor Ed Acorn, who I like and respect, was actually fooled by this foolishness. Believing this nonsense. And then it's all turning out to be a lie. He's watching it a lie in front of his eyes. Mattiello, it needs to go to a grand jury. They're working towards that. He needs to be indicted, which I'm very, I, I feel confident they will get an indictment. The moment that indictment comes down, he's got to be removed from office. This is a cancer on the state. It is the, as I call it, the CC, the cancer of corruption. That's what you have right now. These guys, they're, they're not public servants. If you met Frank Montanaro, most of you never would. You, you wouldn't have this guy run a two-car funeral, let alone be in charge. But see, he's not in charge of a $50 million budget. He's the goon henchman. Mattiello is control of the $50 million budget. Um, if, if Frank Montanaro went to prison and Mattiello remained free, then he would just get another stooge there. He's just like the, the head stooge, right, and the enforcer and everything else. But when Mattiello screwed up here... And what I'm hearing, number one, he's trying to tell people that Demers misled him. But more importantly, when Mattiello, they try to be so careful, is think of, again, go back to Goodfellas, where Big Paulie, he wouldn't say a lot. Do you remember the scene where Henry Hill and the other guy, they're talking to someone on the payphone, and they have the umbrella, and they're running back and forth, and they say, he says that. And then uh, Paul Savino is the actor playing Big Paulie, and he just looks around and nods like he... Where Mattiello really screwed up is Mattiello, this is what I'm being told now. <laughs> this is also comical. Their feeling is where they screwed up is Mattiello shouldn't have been the one delivering the message. And I'm heard, that's, I heard he's pissed at Montanaro and he's really mad at Demers. Really mad at Demers. Demers is, uh, he, Demers is again, big Paulie with Henry Hill. You know, but I'm clean now, Paulie. I'm clean. I must turn my back on you. All right, 766-1380. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. He's got a hilarious story about the um, situation with the Providence schools. We'll, we'll talk also. The Boston Globe's had some good reporting regarding the situation with the convention center. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about immortal seats. How about, you know what's incredible is this uh, Billy Elish. When her tour comes around, or maybe if you want to see the Celtics or the Bruins, or maybe you want to see Taylor Swift or Kenny Chesney, or any show, any show you want to go to, Immortal Seats, they have your tickets. Call them, 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328. Download their free app. I'm holding it up to Facebook Live. Download the free app for Immortal Seats. You can sell your tickets to Immortal Seats. Michael has an office right in North Providence on Smith Street. Immortal Seats, no fee, 
the price you pay. See, on the, that's the price you pay. But when you download their free app to your phone or tablet, Immortal Seats, first purchase, type in promo code 30OFF, 30 off, and you get $30 off your first purchase. Plus, you can see the view that you're going to be enjoying the game from or the show from the tickets. Immortal Seats. Check them out on Facebook, Immortal Seats. Their website, immortalseats.com. They have an office right on Smith Street, North Providence. Call Michael, 888-933-SEAT, and download the free app for Immortal Seats. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe joins me at noon. Tim, uh, Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me at 1. We'll get also the latest on the impeachment. It's John DePietro, 766-1380. You can email me. You can send me an email, John Jaywichen at DePetro.com. A lot more ahead on the John DePetro Show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data with no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Are you riding along? Suddenly you find yourself in an accident. What should you do? Well, you want to call West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's your vehicle. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. If someone damaged your vehicle, you're in an auto accident, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll repair your vehicle, they handle everything for you. 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, right off of 95. No matter where you can, you're listening to me right now, can hear my voice. If you are ever in an accident, get your vehicle over to West Fountain Auto Body, 272 3340. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as local propane company delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man and I got a plan. I'm gonna help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're gonna be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shot with a company you can trust. Brittle makes ain't never keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. That's right, folks. Propane Plus. Two locations, East Greenwich and Rehoboth. They want to be your propane supplier. Call Propane Plus today. 401 401- 885-4209, 401-885-4209, Propane Plus. Become a customer. They're the propane experts, Tim Johnson and his family. Folks, they're reliable, they're dependable. Underground tanks, above ground tanks, full service, automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked in rates through the Plus Pran, discounts for builders, installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers and furnaces. You can depend on Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI.
And we're back, folks. This portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. Remember, remember, uh, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe is going to join me coming up at noon. Then Tim Dodd, our legal expert, is going to join me at 1. Coming up, we will get the latest now on this uh, impeachment situation that certainly seems to be, um, they, they got to wrap this up. I mean, we'll talk about it with Tim Dodd coming up, but they need to wrap this up. This is a trap to go to this business of uh, witnesses and Bolton. And it's very simple. Congressman David Cicilline and his, and Pelosi, they, how history will look at this is, see, you never listen to someone like Cicilline. And I'm holding up, remember, the original Rhode Island magnets, you can get yours at Bory Graphics. I'm holding it up to everyone watching on Facebook Live in Pete Cicilline. Bory Graphics, B-O-R-I, one mile from Warwick Mall. It's Bory Graphics. And you have all the original from the Trump R.I. 2020. Again, Bory Graphics. They have them all. Gary and his staff. Um, you also have uh, Trump Rules the Road. God, that would look great on your car. I was speaking with someone, and uh, they um, are now giving out the magnets to all their employees and friends. You can get them at Bory Graphics on the refrigerator for your car, whatever it may be. But Cicilline, history will look at that the House rushed through the impeachment. That's what happened. Any of this stuff of, like, witnesses and everything else, listen, they, they rushed it. And now they say, well, you know, on second thought, maybe we shouldn't have rushed it. But, but they did rush it. And there was no reason to rush it. But that's where the mistake comes out. That's where the mistake comes out. Right now, five Dems seek to grill Mattiello, according to the Providence Journal. I'm not, they want to demand answers from the House Speaker about the Convention Center audit. Now, a couple things. This Paul McDonald and the Convention Center board. I've met him before. He seems to be a nice gentleman, but he's part of labor. And Mattiello, labor, they, they hate Mattiello because they feel that he completely screwed them with the Paw Sox. So there's no love there at all. And if there's a chance for a member of labor to knock Mattiello out, they don't want him to be the speaker in any way. And I'll take anyone over the current crime family that we have because that's what it is. But these five Dems that are seeking to greet Mattiello, you know, I've known John Lombardi a long time. I like him. I know Ray Hull. He's a nice enough guy. I also want to mention, I'm so glad, I'll tell you, the, the real winner that's stepping out of this the whole thing is Blake Filippi. And Blake Filippi, who we've had on the program, is the House Minority Leader. He's a rep at the Rhode Island State House. He wrote a piece, Convention Center Audit Shouldn't Proceed, a Republicans Honor the Rule of Law. He wrote that January 27th editorial, Convention Center Should Be Ordered, argued House Republicans should drop their lawsuit against House Speaker Nick Mattiello and vote with him for a forensic order of the Rhode Island Convention Center. Republicans have called for that since 2015, but we want a legitimate audit, not one marred by unlawful procedure. Blake Filippi writes, the bipartisan five-member joint committee was not consulted and majority did not approve the audit as the law requires. Rather, Mattiello unilaterally unlawfully commenced the audit. Last week, I implored the speaker to, to call a JCL vote, JCLS vote, to legitimize his illegal audit. I was buffed by Speaker Mattiello's unreasonable position that he alone is the majority. This outlandish interpretation 
of our laws has empowered the speaker and his predecessors to exercise near unilateral control of a $50 million budget rewarding allies and punishing foes. Blake Filippi writes, our lawsuit will stop the speaker's unlawful control over this so-called JCLS, which is, um, as we've talked about, the Joint Committee on Legislative Services. Um, fixing JCLS, one that does not prevent a lawful audit of the convention center. All Speaker Mattiello has to do is call a meeting to vote on the audit and it'll proceed forthwith, and he should. We can follow the law, fix JCLS, and conduct the convention center audit. And that's where Republicans are committed to. But folks, the real underlying situation here, the real underlying situation is the fact that Team Mattiello, Mattiello and Montanaro, they don't want anyone examining. Think about this for a minute. How much do they want to make sure that no one sees exactly what's been going in with the, the state house budget that they control? Enough that, and again, I've been told that Montanaro removed, he was seen removing boxes from the state house over the weekend. And then they fabricate this whole thing about the mold. And it is fabricated. I don't care what anyone says. It is ludicrous. They immediately did that as a diversion to disrupt the office. Mark my words. They will then claim that somehow some of the things that people want to look for are missing. They're going to claim we don't know what happened. We don't know whether they got thrown out. When we were moving things, whatever it is, that will be their defense. But, but that's the real they would go to prison over that. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Now, also, this morning's Providence Journal editorial, 50 million, 50 million is a lot of money. The journal is trying to, they're feeling a lot of heat. And they're embarrassed about trying to defend Mattiello. This is what we had been talking about, is that the DOT, Department of Transportation, the Department of Transportation, Rhode Island DOT, it's not enough that they say, hey, we made a mistake and we admit it. The bottom line is a lot of this wouldn't have proceeded had they not had the false inflated dollar amount of that more than $50 million. All right. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe joins me. Tim Dodd coming up. Folks, it's John DiPietro. Stay with me. What we're going to do is we're going to break for the 12 quick update, the 12 o'clock news. Be right back. You don't want to miss because we're going to talk about the Providence Schools in the latest on the State House, it's next. WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.